0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This is the stinking truth.
0: Um,
1: by the way, Russ telling Brandon Marshall, the former receiver on his I am athlete, uh, I am athlete uh, podcast that he still believes that not only could be, he could be a starting quarterback in this league, but still win. And his goal is to win two more Super Bowls.
0: Okay. Anything <sighs> snarky you'd like to say? <laughs> no, no, I mean, uh, you're, okay, mean, so. Want I mean, to have zoom to, in as you yeah, roll yeah, your no, eyes no, 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 or something? No, 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 I mean, huh? I, he said he wanted to win two more in the next five years, okay? Like, I, I hope, one, I hope these last two years have been humbling enough for you to understand that what Pete Carroll was asking you to do and the way he built his football team gave you the opportunity to compete. You've got one right to compete for Super Bowls. So I I hope that is one of those. I, I hope there's a, a lesson in humility here. I know it's been tough times and all that kind of stuff. And he talked about those tough times. Good for him and how you react to those and how your kids see you react to those. All those things, all those things are great. Um, but let's face it, you know, you've got to have a great defense around you, a great run game around you, some receivers who can make big-time plays for you on the outside. Like, those are the things that you were you able to win with. So control the tempo of the game, control the clock, run the football, your off-schedule stuff, make big plays in the off-schedule passing game, um, and, and have a a stellar kind of all-world defense. Yeah, you got a chance.
1: So is is Russ still based on what you saw this past year for all those teams out there that are in no man's land mm-hmm. right now with their quarterback position. They're not really in a position to draft a a, a prospect right. and they're probably looking at some kind of uh you know, stopgap. Yeah. Bringing a veteran is Russ has Russ played at a level last year that makes you think that if in the right situation, I'll throw out some of the teams that have been mentioned with him, New England, if they don't draft a quarterback, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, teams like that, mm-hmm. Washington, uh, if they were not to, to choose a quarterback, could could you win with Russ?
0: I think you, yeah, I think, I think, like, I look at a team like Atlanta or like Pittsburgh. You know, a team like Pittsburgh who won 10 games last year with three different quarterbacks playing. So you've got to have that stellar defense, ability to rush the passer, ability to create some turnovers, do all the things that Pittsburgh did, right? You got to be able to run the ball. And then, like a guy like Arthur Smith who really understands running the ball and really understands some of those one, you know, like really understands the RPO game, some of the things that he did with Tannehill back in the day in Tennessee before he got to Atlanta. I think the other thing that, That intrigues me about a situation like that. When you're the head coach, you're worried about the entirety of the team, Mm -hmm. right? And you're worried about, okay, this style of offense gives us a chance to, you know, I guess to compete, run on the football and and being really knee-deep in that. But if I want to get to the next level with my organization, I have got to develop a drop-back passing game. So, as the head coach, that was Arthur Smith's what he was tasked with in Atlanta. It didn't work out. Okay, you drafted Des Ritter in the third round. It just didn't work out for you. You you went after Mariota. Mariota. It didn't work out for you. I get all that. You're right, but you're trying. You you've got the overall, the overarching kind of complexity of the whole football team, the global perspective. When you're an offensive coordinator, you know what you're worried about your offense. So now, all of a sudden, this is the best situation to get my offense or, and give my team a chance to win based on what my offensive players do the best. I'm not in the quarterback. With Russ, I'm not in the quarterback development. Like, I'm not in the quarterback development game that I was with trying to develop Des Ritter. I'm just I'm just basically saying, here's what you can do. Let's go out and do this and see how many games we can win. Like, that, that would be, to me, a, a good place, a good starting point. Where does Kirk Cousins end up? I, you know, I just, I don't, like, I have a really tough time seeing him leave Minnesota. Like, I think, I think O'Connell, like, O'Connell, was an eye-opening experience there for Kevin O'Connell. Because Kevin O'Connell wants a lot of things operated at the line of scrimmage. And he wants to have a quarterback that is on the same page with him, and that took time for Kirk and Kevin, Kirk and Kevin, early in in that first year they were together. That was there was some growing pains going on in that first year, and then before Kirk you know tore his Achilles, man, they were he was playing. Like I just I see that as the best place for Kirk Cousins is to stay in Minnesota. He loves it there. His teammates love him, um, and I think from an organizational standpoint, it makes the most sense. Now, can they get that done? Do they want to long-term investing Kirk Cousins? I don't. I mean, I don't see why not. But, They've had success.
1: Well, yeah, but let me bring up. Let me play the the devil's advocate here. I'm sure there are Viking fans watching this that would say, "Wait a minute, why do we want to invest guaranteed money to a 35 year old quarterback?" Mm-hmm. Coming off Achilles' injury, when we're picking number eleven, and we're probably going to be in a position where we could get that that second tier of quarterbacks, whether right. it be a Bo Nix or a JJ McCarthy, mm-hmm. better to go that way.
0: Um, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people that think that. I'm I'm sure that that you know I'm sure there's plenty of people that that look at that. Can you goal. win
1: a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kirk Cousins is a damn good quarterback. Um you know I mean all the can't win you know primetime games and all that's like all that stuff is is garbage Kirk Cousins is a damn good player and he really understands he really understands offensive football I think the thing that you you look into and I've been saying this on on our radio show for quite some time when it comes to evaluating quarterbacks in the in the NFL draft process coming out of college the college game The college teams do nothing to develop quarterbacks for the NFL game. And it's not their responsibility to do it. I mean, they play their own style of of football in college. Well, it doesn't necessarily mesh well with what NFL teams are doing. And so to sit there and say, hey, man, we could just go get Bo Nix at 11, or we could just go get J.J. McCarthy at 11, or we could just go get Michael Penix or 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 whatever like what what the what the draft tells you when it comes to the quarterback position is about there's about an 80 percent failure rate with those guys so you know you've got a proven commodity and I'll go back to what Joe Gibbs used to say all the time I would rather have known commodities than unknown commodities so first round draft choices at the quarterback position with guys who are elevated that have, third-round talent that get drafted in the first round or second-round talent, like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So I would rather have a guy that I know can operate my system than have a guy that I hope can operate my system, but he's younger.
1: Okay, so is Justin Fields a known enough commodity to the Bears that they should keep developing him or go with the promise and potential of Caleb Williams? This could be the week... This figures to be the week where we might get some kind of clarity on what's going to happen with Justin Fields.
0: I'm going to try to stay consistent with what I've said on the broadcasts I've done in Chicago, Um, and I, I did have, I think, three Bears games this year, Um The form of offense that they play with Justin is not a sustainable form of offense and does not win championships in the NFL. Until it wins a championship in the NFL, I'm going to go with what history tells me. All right, define that offense. The, The let's run our quarterback on design runs, let's threaten the edge of a defense with option plays, both the quarterback run option, the RPO game, all that stuff. Let's put our quarterback in harm's way and hope that our quarterback stays healthy in those situations. I called a game against Detroit. I think it was against Detroit where he ran the edge and I thought he legitimately got decapitated in a game. I thought his head popped off. And I'm sorry, but you can sit there and tell me all day long that, hey, there's – Every bit the likelihood to, you know, get hurt running that style of offense than there is the drop back, you know, from the pocket style of offense, and that's great. You know what? You're probably going to tear less ACLs sitting in the pocket than you are. Like most ACLs are, are you know, quick in line, non weight bear. Like they're not. They're not contact injuries. They're there, you plant your foot on the ground and doing like there's more bodies. There's more potential for people to fall on you funny. And, you know, and he got hurt and was out for like six weeks this year with a dislocated thumb. He told me he got up from the injury. He's like, oh, that hurt. And he looked at his it was his thumb. Yeah, it was his thumb. And he said it's about half the like the thumb, like right here in that first knuckle. That's where his thumbnail was, essentially, like it shoved back into his into the socket. Like, I'm sorry, but you scramble around like that, I just think there's more potential for you to be hurt in the long run. The other thing is quarterbacks that can operate from the pocket and eviscerate you from the pocket, and he has gotten a lot better. But let me ask you this. Would you rather sit there and say, okay, we've invested X number of years in him, and, yeah, he's had some injury issues, you know, or not, not – significant injury but he's had some injuries and he's gotten better to a point here but like is he going to take us to the next level well if, you're, if look, we look, take look, that part of his game look away? at the
1: benchmarks right so you're, you typically want your quarterback now to be completing 65 66 percent of his passes right right now feels through three seasons is at 60 Barely. Right. that's the i mean that's 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 the floor. Yeah. I mean you you got to be at 60 otherwise you're just you shouldn't be right. in the league. He hasn't thrown for more than 2500 yards in a season and his touchdown to interception passing ratio is like 40 touchdowns to 30 picks. You tell me is he going to be able to not only improve but improve to the point where he's able to go out there yeah. and complete 66% of his passes, throw for 4000 yards in a season and be a yeah. 27 and 11 touchdown, interception guy. Because that's still the model yeah. that's proven to win in this league.
0: And if you take away that run aspect, yeah. and we've seen teams do this. I think it's one of the things with, that, that happened with Jalen Hurts. You take away some of that RPO and some of that read zone, that option aspect of your offense because of injury. You take that away, and how do his numbers and, and how does his production – Basically fair when you take that stuff away, like I, I think that's a there's a big question there. So um, th- this this goes back to what I believe. I believe they're going to move on. The other thing with Justin is you got to pay him. Mm. You know you're going to have to yep. you're going to have to pay him one of those uh, Daniel Jones type of contracts, right? So I I just think they're going to continue to kick the can down the road. They're going to go after that quote unquote generational quarterback, whether that's you know, well, I, probably Caleb Williams. Probably Caleb Williams, um, but some people are saying Drake May is yeah. a better prospect. But they went down the North Carolina quarterback road before, and that didn't work out for them. So too yeah. soon, too soon. Was that too soon? Too soon.
1: Is that too soon? Yeah, yeah no. I
0: think they're fine. Um, but yeah, I think can? I think they're moving on. I think they're moving on from Justin Fields. That's that's my just gut t- take.